0: congregation I want everyone to stand I want everyone to stand we're gonna honor that name of Jesus we're gonna reverence that name of Jesus Jesus come on just start speaking his name Jesus there's power in that name hallelujah 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 been preaching on Wednesday night a series on the authority of the believer. We'll continue this week. But the value of our authority is backed up in that name of Jesus. Jesus. Hell recognizes that name. Hell trembles at the name of Jesus. When you speak that name in faith, about he who is the Son of God, he who is seated at the right hand of the Father, God on high, he who is ever making intercession for the saints, he who is the captain of the host, he who is the high priest of our salvation. Come on, I want you to shout his name, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Sing that name Jesus. I want everyone to find your places back in the sanctuary, and please be seated in the presence of the Lord. We're going to continue our worship. This is a powerful move of God. I came out of the early service we had a powerful service in that early service and Sunday school life groups Was presence of God was here I always want to be obedient and never miss the moment when God shows up I talked so many times with evangelist Steve Hill about the move of God and about revival so many times Pastor John Kilpatrick, still, not quite on a weekly basis, but on a regular basis, we talk about the move of God. And you never want to miss that moment when God comes in and does something sovereign. The ushers are going to come to the front to serve you for the Lord's tithe and offering, and I'm going to share for just a few minutes from the Word of God Every revival, and what God is doing is a sovereign work here at Evangel Temple right now, this summer. Every revival has got to have a firm footing of the Word of God, the foundation of the Word. God will honor His Word even above His name. But you've got to have the Word and you've got to have the Spirit. And I've been in a lot of settings that had the Word but no Spirit. And I've been in settings where they had the Spirit and no Word. I've seen it both. And we've got to have them come together what Jesus said in the last days. The Father will look for those that worship in Spirit and in truth. I believe there's a sovereign visitation going on. But it's got to stay Word-based and then it's got to stay spirit-led. Somebody say amen. Amen. And we're gonna honor the Lord with the Lord's tithe and offerings. This week, your church, Pastor Chris came to me and he said, we need to bless three public high schools this week and sow into those high schools. And so I said, let's do it. And uh, God gave us opportunity to give $1,000 to three high schools here in the city and uh, to be a blessing how many believe that's a good thing listen you're a part of a generous church whether it's sewing this week in Zimbabwe or sewing in the public schools through our Samaritan house or all that we do in so many different places and a lot of times we don't articulate everything that this church is doing but this is a generous church and I constantly and we're, we're right now we're putting a floor in an inner city church paying to have that done. They needed a new flooring on their whole second floor and we're paying to have that done this week. But but a lot of things we don't, sometimes our church family needs to know what's going on behind the scenes, amen. But we're a generous people. And I like to be in the position where I'm constantly praying, God, show me another area we can sow into, another place we can give to and we can be a blessing. Because I believe that's the heartbeat of heaven, amen. Not Chevrolet, generosity is. Chevrolet took that slogan out of the word of God. The heartbeat of heaven is souls, amen. And giving to the work of the kingdom of God. I want to challenge you to be a tither. I want to challenge you, this is a prophetic season. I believe that with all my heart, what is happening is not accidental or coincidental we're in a prophetic season and i just want to challenge you be faithful with the lord's tithe and i want you to lift your hands i want to pray over this offering father in the name of jesus we know it's all about what you prophesied in your word that in the last days you would pour out your spirit upon all flesh and i pray over our evangel temple church family god i pray that every need will be met as they bring the Lord's tithe and offerings to the storehouse. Father, you said so that there would be meat. God, let there be meat in this house to dispense to a world around us, both here and abroad, that Evangel temple can give to, Evangel temple can sow into to touch our homes, our families, and then all those that God we get connected to and able to sow into. Lord, I am asking for the blessings of heaven for every home and family and for every business that's represented by this church family. That God, your kingdom laws and principles operate in behalf of your people. You said test you. And Father, we have tested you and we've seen the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And now I lift my hands as pastor and I bless your people. All of our online campus in Jesus name I pray and everybody said amen amen, amen. the worship team's coming and they're going in fact they're gone amen amen get your bibles open I'm going to share for just a few minutes hallelujah everybody say praise the lord turn to proverbs chapter 11 verse 24 if the brethren will those in the TV studio put that up on the screen, the scripture. Well, they're finding that we, for those interested in going to Israel next March, we have an interest meeting today at 445 in conference room two. And something is going to be privileged to us this year that we've not been able to lead our groups in, and that's go on the Temple Mount. And what an incredible opportunity. And I believe we're going to stand there prophetically. Uh, next March, amen, where the temple once stood. We get all around it at the base of it on the outside walls, but we're going to be able to lead a group because of our guest who was here a few weeks ago and making that opportunity available to us. And somebody say amen. amen. Proverbs 11:24. 24, look up here on the screen. This is out of the message. It says the world of the generous gets larger and larger but the world of the stingy, don't go anywhere, gets smaller and smaller. We began a generosity series two weeks ago today. And last Sunday, I did not get to preach in this service. And so I made up my mind coming in here. we got to have the word today, and i got to get point, uh, part two in here, but we're not going to get all of it today. But I am going to share on the notes the promise to those who give. And the word of God is permeated with promises to those who have a generous, and we're not just talking about money. I've already taken the offering. I wanna show you a biblical principle of life that works. I preached a funeral yesterday for a man 61 years of age, an attorney well-known in the business community of our city, and this man was a great Christian. A wonderful believer and he leaves a great legacy but I got home last night and I was pouring over my notes for today and I was thinking about life and a man passing at 61 years of age and the thought came to me and I wrote it down in my notes that the greatest tragedy in life is not death the greatest tragedy in life is to have lived this life and wasted this life I watched a man That handed the baton off to his coming generations behind him successfully. I studied this week about the passing of the baton in relays. And on some of the greatest stages of life, in the Olympics, that baton has been dropped. And it has been passed incorrectly. And it is passed in milliseconds. To the next individual to run the race and i complimented a man that i was called to preach his funeral yesterday even though i was not his pastor in front of a lot of dignitaries and people of esteem in this city and i complimented him because this man knew how to pass the faith on to his children and the next generation the word of God is permeated with the generosity of God towards mankind for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son if we are to pick up on the father's heart we must understand that God is a giving God and when you come into a relationship with Christ there is something that is going to then become a part of your nature that you begin to have this giving attitude towards life. And we're not just talking about money. But it's an attitude, it's a demeanor of life where you realize that God has tapped me and brought me out of darkness and into this life and that truly the scripture is true that the world of the generous will be blessed of God and grows larger and larger. Somebody say amen. amen. You're going to have to figure this out from the word of God. But friends, the word of God is true. That the generosity of of an individual makes them more purposeful. It gives life meaning. Mother Teresa said that a life not lived for others is a life not lived at all. The book of Proverbs says five things about the generous person. Number one, they're happy. God created in you. That when you show generosity, and this could be in the words that you speak. It could be in the bottle of uh, the cup of cold water that you give out. The opening of door for uh, an individual. uh, uh, Just helping the neighbor out. A man leaves this service from the early service this morning. One of our men and stops before he gets very far from this church to help an individual out. And other church members witnessed him being a good Samaritan. It is just finding the places in life where God has planted us, where God has put us, that that we can be a blessing with a a phone call, with a God bless you, with a a prayer of faith, uh, with a, a helping hand. That we live a generous life beyond ourselves and we realize we're to have an impact on the world around us and we're to pass the baton successfully. And the book of Proverbs says that the generous people are happy. Science has proved that your body releases chemicals. A sense of happiness and pleasure comes over you when you do something of a generous nature. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs that the generous will be pushed forward. It says that in Proverbs 21:26 verse 11 or Proverbs 11:25 other verses that God literally pushes generous people forward. You want to get to the front of the line? You want to get to the front of the class? You want to be recognized by God? Start living a generous life. He pushes you forward in life. Point number three, the generous are compassionate. They are sensitive towards the needs of others. Proverbs 29, 7 says, The righteous care about the poor. Everybody say amen. amen. The righteous or the generous are blessed. Number four, the Bible's very clear. Our motivation is not to get, but there are biblical principles in force. That if we are generous according to the word of God, his laws are in effect and they will operate and God will bless. The blessings will follow the generous. The week of my dad's promotion into heaven, he learned of three gifts that we made as a church to help different things. And he complimented the spirit of generosity of this church. It was was one of those conversations that we had that week that he was so pleased at what the church was doing. Helping two other churches and then helping a retired minister who had a need in his life that lived in another state. But just sowing and being a blessing and it touched my dad's heart the very week of his promotion. The fifth, the generous are rewarded. I'm going to preach about five or six more minutes. You're getting a mini message, amen. I don't believe in sermonettes because sermonettes make Christianettes, amen. I'm going to grow you up, but we're going to do it real quick right here, amen. But the generous are rewarded. I have a holy reverence and fear of God that one day I'm going to stand before God. And I have to give an account for my life. Everybody say amen. Amen. And God says in his word in the book of Revelation, when Christ returns, he says he's bringing his rewards with him. And I want to be rewarded for a life well done, a generous life. I'm going to skip point one. We'll get that later, but I want to get to point two. Luke 6, 38. I want everybody to turn. This will be my closing. If the worship team will come back. I'm gonna spend five minutes right here. Luke 6, 38. Jesus said, give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure. First of all, who said this? Oh, that was that was pathetic. Who said this? All right, thank you. He said, give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure pressed down, shaken together, running over, shall men give into your bosom. There's a candy store downtown that two or three times I've taken my grandchildren to, and you go into that candy store and you buy a little bag. That little bag, it's empty, but it's about 3 or $4, whatever it is, and you give it to the children, and then they can go through the candy counters. And as much as they can get into that bag, they can walk away with. And I watch my grandchildren, Mmm. 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 push it down. If it's a bag of chocolate, I watch my my wife step on it, amen. (laughs) Push down, shaking together. But as much as you can get in that bag, you can carry home because you paid. And Jesus says, push down. If you will give, it's coming back. I didn't write this, Jesus did. He said, give and it shall be given unto you, pressed down, shaken together, and then running over. More than the candy store will let you have. Amen. Uh, I like to be around generous people because there's an overflow to their life. Uh, There's a running over, friends, that can touch your life. I told somebody this week. I'm thankful to be a part of a church that blesses Israel. Almost on a weekly basis, we send offerings to Israel and speak blessings over Israel. I believe there's an overflow you get in because we do something God's very concerned about. And I like to be around overflow people. But I want to show you something before I close here. Look at verse 38, Luke 6, 38. For with the same measuring instrument you meet with all, it shall be measured to you again. Whatever instrument you use, I watch people, the wrong person to get tight-fisted with is God. That's the wrong person. Don't be tight-fisted with God. In fact, the very definition of generosity means an open hand. That's an important definition. And yet when it comes to God the same measuring God says the same measuring instrument you use I'm gonna use back to cause the blessings to come into your life I brought a little spoon that we feed our infants with at home if you take this size instrument and that's how you handle God and life and being a generous person you know what jesus said he'll use the same instrument as it comes back to you if this is the way you give out and the way you dispense your blessings your help your generosity your open-handedness to people and it's not just about money but it's the way you live your life to just help people bless people encourage people give out of yourself god's word says i'm going to use the very same instrument pastor cecil was a giving man he was not a rich man at all but i want to tell you that man gave abundantly out of his life to people i brought another spoon that's a little larger instrument and it's my Minnie mouse spoon for the little girls grand girls that we have it's a little larger instrument And you can get a little more in it. But if that's what you use to give out with, God says in his word, that's the instrument I will use to give back into your life. I brought another. Someone a week ago Saturday night, I'm sorry, Friday night, brought me a big banana pudding. I went home that Friday night with that banana pudding. I pulled out the largest spoon we had in our drawer. Amen. And I got a spoonful. And yes, it fit in this mouth. Amen. God says the instrument you use to give out and to be generous in life with, I'm going to use the very same instrument to give back into your life. I thought, well, God, I've got a bigger instrument. Amen. Amen. I I want you, God. Amen. I want to give out of my life, my time, my talents, my treasures. I want to bless. I want to sow. Jesus came not to be served, but to serve. He was generous with his life. And if you give out with a little garden spade, I want to tell you, friends, this little shovel, God will use the same instrument to pour back over my life. But then I thought, it doesn't stop right there. Amen. I want a bigger instrument. I want God to shovel in blessings in my life. Amen. I want Him to heap on my life. I want Him to press down on my life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I, I believe, friends, I'm not satisfied with a shovel. I want a double portion of all that somebody needs to stand right now. Amen. You, you want more of God's favor, more of God's blessing, more of God's goodness being shoveled in. Use a bigger instrument to give it out with over it. I thought, God. Bring a steam shovel in here. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Press down, shaken together, running over. God says with the same measuring instrument you use, I'll send it back into your life. And I want, as your pastor for this church, to live in a place of overflow. I want to see our families, our businesses, blessed of God. But, friends, that will not come in your life. That will not come in your business like that. Generosity means open-handedness. And as the people of this church fan out over all over northeast Florida, southeast Georgia, if we become the light, if we could become those that are giving out, those that are sowing into the community, those that are going into the public schools, amen, those that are helping in the, the, the neighborhoods, coaching Little League football. I, I'm telling you, be the light. Generously give of your time. Get, generously give of what God has sowed in We've been very blessed. I want everyone on your feet right now. And I want us to surrender our time, talents, our treasures to the kingdom of God. I want to sing, I surrender all. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I surrender all the old version we're going to close this service it's 12 minutes after 12 I'm going to pray the blessing but if you want to surrender your life to Christ just say here I am, use me not my will but thine be done." I want you to pick up your belongings and come to the front don't leave anything behind Just pick up your belongings and come. And I'm going to pray the blessing over this congregation. I believe this. I believe in this. Let's sing it one more time. This is your act of consecration. call of God is on your life. If the call of God is on your life, you need to be down here. God's calling you to ministry. God's calling your life to do something significant. How could you not come? How could you not press in? to reference this every Friday night in every Jewish home around the world this blessing is spoken the smallest ethnicity on the face of planet earth are the Jewish people not even a half of one percent and yet they're the most blessed ethnic group barring none study it out the most blessed ethnic group period by far in every category why i believe it goes right back to something they believe one of the high elected officials that was just here in this church he said pastor you understand some of our spiritual dynamics i believe god honors this blessing I want you to hold your hands up all across this room and online God said to Moses Moses tell Aaron and his sons who are priests with you on this wise this is how you will bless my children saying unto them the Lord bless thee and the Lord keep thee the Lord make his face To shine upon thee. And be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee. And give you his shalom. His peace. Which means nothing missing. Nothing broken. And you will put my name. God's name upon your family. And God says I'll bless your family. Come on let's thank him for that blessing. Let's thank Him for His Word. And let's thank Him for His truth. His truth endureth to this generation. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I think we need to give one more shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Shout unto God with a voice of His deliverance. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.